How do we stop and notice that incredible, holy things happen to us every day? My name is Rabbi Lauren Holtzblatt, and this is Awake, Finding the Holy in the Everyday. When you listen, I hope you'll take a few minutes to pause, to open yourself to the possibility that holiness, connection, and presence are around us all of the time. As a rabbi, sometimes you're blessed with encounters that are waiting for you. It's a perch that is unique and holy, a privilege for sure. A window into people's lives in a way that I try never to take for granted. For those of you who are not associated with Addis, you may not know that I'm the senior rabbi at my synagogue, and I share this role with Rabbi Aaron Alexander. It's a full partnership. Some of what we do is exactly the same. We strategize with our executive committee. We meet with our religious practice committee. And some of our portfolio is different. I oversee Chesed, our Bikor Cholim committee, and our bereavement committee, and Rabbi Alexander oversees our social action committee and our lifelong learning offerings. We're both involved in each other's portfolios, but the managing happens separately. And of course, being involved with the work and portfolios of the other clergy here. But one of the holiest things about this partnership is watching the other in moments of tremendous pain with a congregant or joy of life transition and being a witness to the other. This morning was one of those moments. We went to visit a congregant who has been suffering with a long-term illness and is ready to say farewell to this world. Through tears, hours, and the congregants, we lovingly witnessed a human who is so loved who so loved life, he began to let go, to hear the call of death, and to accept walking through the threshold into the holy unknown. And I witnessed my holy chavruta saying goodbye to a congregant he loves, holding the congregant's hand with deep love, tears, and admiration. It was a moment of pure light. At one point in the encounter, I actually wanted to take out my phone and take a picture so I would never forget. But then I realized how inappropriate that would have been. In the Zohar, which I've been privileged to study with Dr. Daniel Matt, there's a beautiful text about the moment when Adam and Eve eat from the fruit in the garden. The text in the Torah says that before Adam and Eve ate of the fruit, they had no shame even in their vulnerability, even in their nakedness. But after they ate of the fruit, their eyes were opened. They perceived that they were naked, that they were vulnerable. And so they sewed together fig leaves and made themselves loincloths. After God scolds Adam and Eve for eating from the tree of knowledge, the Eitz Hadat, and curses them too, God still has some kindness left for them. Though God will not be able to close their eyes from the ills of the world or the pain of the world, God decides to replace their clothes with clothes that God makes for them. The text says this, Vayas Adonai Elohim la'adam lishto ketonet or. God made garments of skins for Adam and his wife, and then God clothed them. So the Zohar, this 13th century text, of course, cannot leave this alone. That first Adam and Eve made their own clothes, 
And then only later does God actually make clothes for Adam and Eve. So here's the Zohar text translated by Dr. Daniel Matt. Rabbi Chia said, Once they knew and were open to knowing evil, they knew that they were naked, for they had lost the supernal radiance enveloping them, which disappeared, leaving them naked. They sewed fig leaves together. They knew to be covered by the shade of that tree from which they had eaten, called leaves of the tree, and they made themselves loincloths. Once they knew of this world and clung to it, they saw that this world is conducted by those leaves of the tree. So they built themselves a stronghold, fortifying themselves with them in this world, discovering every kind of magic. They sought to gird themselves with the weapons of those leaves of the tree for protection. So in some ways, what the Zohar is saying here is that when they saw that they were vulnerable in the world, what did they do? They built armor. They took all that they knew, which was the leaves of the tree, and they stuck it on themselves in order to protect them from being vulnerable. But what happens with God and God's clothes is something different. The text says, Afterward, the blessed Holy One clothed them in garments soothing the skin. As it is written, Ketonet or God makes them Ketonet or garments of skin. At first... Before Adam and Eve had eaten for the fruit, they wore ketonet or, which is aleph vav resh. And for those of you who speak Hebrew, you know that those are clothes of light. So when they were living in the Garden of Eden, they just walked around as beings of light. That's all that they needed was light. But after they ate of the fruit, what happened was that God made them ketonet or, ayin vav resh. Ayin vav resh means skin. So it's or and or, but one is light and one is skin. And the reason that God made them this ketonet or this ketonet of skin was now that they had sinned, God wanted them to wear something soothing. They couldn't any longer live in light all of the time, but God didn't want them to suffer. And so God gave them skin so that it wouldn't hurt them. So in life, I really believe that every once in a while, we are given the opportunity to experience the ketonet or, the or of light, not just skin. And it's in those moments where our shields, our defenses come down, and our love and our vulnerability leads us. In those moments, even when sad, as this morning was, those moments are windows into Gan Eden, into something eternal, some light that still exists within the world that has not disappeared, a light of deep connection. Thank you so much for listening. Before I go, you can always check out more episodes at addisisrael.org slash awake or on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure to hit subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review to let us know you like the show. It helps us to get the word out. Finally, you can email us at awake at addisisrael.org to give feedback about the show. Let us know what you like and what you want to hear more of. Thank you for listening, and I'm wishing you a holy encounter this week. Thank you.